2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Four Corners podcast. I'm Shad here with Matt and Brad. Guys, how are you doing?
3: Uh, I'm doing. I'm surviving, uh, Shad. Yeah. I'm still in unpacking hell uh, from my
0: move. It snowed hmm. today. Really? It's why well, it snowed a couple weeks ago too. There was. You know when you get those light snows, you're like, that looks a little heavy to be rain. It did that a couple weeks ago, and then um, my grill cover had blown off that night, and there was snow in my grill cover, but it snowed today like there was mm. white in the air.
2: Mm. Gotcha. We didn't have any of that. It was just just chilly. So All right. We are glad that you can be here with us. Let us get our shout-outs out there. The first one's going to be to... Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand, collarandelbowbrand.com. Use the promo code for Corners Podcast. That's the number four, capital C in Corners, capital P and Podcast. Save 10% off your order. Also, with Black Friday coming up, they always run deals. So keep your eyes open, use our promo code, and get you some comfy stuff. Our other shout-out means I'm going to pass the ball to Matt.
3: Yeah, that would be to Orlando Cologne. You know, guys, if I could watch one animated show on the weekend, on a Saturday morning, it would be of Orlando Cologne. He doesn't have one. I feel like we could market this, though. I feel like we could convince Orlando Orlando Cologne's and Wrestling. How about that? Let's,
0: I don't let's think Cindy Lauper is doing much other than those, um... <laughs> oh, what are those, The. What is she in? I have
2: no idea.
0: They're Has the, she, um,
2: the
3: Goonies.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, she does some like she does one of those like, it's the it's the skin condition they do those those medications for, and I can't think of it right oh,
3: now.
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about now. I don't know what it is, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, Matt, it sounds like you were making a really specific
3: reference. Uh, yeah, uh, I, was I was making a, a very, very specific segue. <laughs>
2: So, Brad, why don't you give us a little setup about what we're going to be talking about.
0: So this is actually probably going to be the start of a series of podcasts that we're probably going to hit over the next probably quite a while. Because there's a lot of the episode list kind of keeps growing out of this, but it's kind of an idea we got and I thought it'd be fun to explore. So what we're going to do is we're going to chronologically kind of go through the, the... the Saturday morning cartoon lineups from about 1985 to 2000, kind of look at the shows, talk about if we remember the show or have memories of watching the show, and kind of comparing the network battles from year to year. And just in general, I think we're gonna probably talk a lot about the downfall of Saturday morning cartoons because in kind of my researching for this, and I don't know how much Matt and Shad have kind of looked ahead, you really do kind of start to see a dearth of creativity until Fox hits the scene with their kind of comic-based stuff and more action-y programs.
2: Just so everybody knows, it's, it, we're, we're not giving up on doing wrestling stuff. It's just we've, we we thought it would be fun to kind of explore something different for a little bit. So, um,
0: well, and, and we're probably going to come back... We're, we're going to probably do this for a couple weeks but then wrestling will come back because I want to do the Rey Mysterio vs. Psychosis stuff Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: I know I know we behind the scenes we've been chomping at the bit to do more global like (laughs) really chomping at the bit to do global again
3: I'm down I don't feel we even scratched the surface of like the Dark Patriot saga
0: (laughs) yeah I know and I know I know we want to do some like USWA to kind of round out that 90s yeah. Offbeat promotion stuff and there's this weird like mid Atlantic resurrection I wanna cover at some point.
2: But just letting you guys know that uh that's it's something we're we're gonna come back to. We're just gonna kind of enjoy a little uh little detour for a bit.
0: And 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 I think too, I think um I wanna say like <sighs> Not necessarily on this podcast But in the greater internet world And in this podcast to a degree It seems like there is a general burnout On wrestling in general There's like a certain Fatigue I think that's being That's been a little more Pronounced lately Which I think we feel a little bit But also like we just love Like cartoons and talking about them And I always think we are going to find ways To dig In a little more with with cartoon properties
2: yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with this and if we're having fun we hope you're having fun yeah
3: and so. we're not
0: like we, we are gonna cover like 15 years of this probably a year at a time but it's not we're not gonna go we're not gonna do this straight through i think you might see us like start alternating do some wrestling do some cartoons Like, this isn't going to be like a straight through. Like, this next year is not going to be solely cartoons. It's going to be a mixture. Like, we're going to mix this in with some breaks, but we also want to get into some side episodes. Like, we've talked about um, a side episode for like the, the garfield tv specials and i think we want to do it, we want to do like a deep dive on the cartoon all stars to the rescue drug special which i think oh, was oh wow which which <laughs> but the thing was like if you were a kid when we were there um that thing was huge when it happened because yeah. it was like this massive crossover and i also think we want to bring our good friend, Christy Petrello on to talk about saved by the bell and that whole like stratosphere of like,
2: I'm sorry. I have to interject. That's friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah.
3: Christy yes. Petrello. Yeah. And,
0: um, in that whole stratosphere of what I'd call what young adult sitcoms, like school based oh, sitcoms.
3: Yeah. Yeah. he would know. Trust yeah.
0: me. Oh, yeah, he, he would, would know. Know. I,
3: he's gonna know. He's going to know. Uh,
0: he's going to, he has can...
3: on, I think I'm sure he has it all on DVD.
0: Oh, I'm sure. He,
3: his knowledge of it, it does not does not just extend to that. I mean, he there's like teenage shows that are not uh, Saturday morning shows per se, but air shows that that aired on like primetime like in the 90s, the 2000s. Like, it, trust me, he knows. Yeah. Like he it, even he could like, probably his... tell, like the entire like uh, plot line, sort of One Tree Hill and, and shows like <laughs> and
0: Degrassi <laughs> and all that stuff.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird time
0: yeah but for now so based on our ages um i think i think 85 was a good starting point because that's about where matt and i can have i think some solid memories of stuff that was on tv at the time
3: yeah it's kind of dating us but i do remember looking at the lineup i remember some of these shows
0: i have a better recollection of the shows for this year than I do some of the years that are coming after this.
3: I haven't really looked,
0: but um, I've looked ahead, and some of the years after this, I'm like, I don't even know what some of this stuff is. Like, there's like in '88, there's like a Superman Saturday morning show I have no recollection of, or like, huh, or like my know. Mighty Mouse. Like, I knew that was a thing, but I never remember watching it. Hmm. So, um, for this starting point for Saturday morning uh, our, our, we're primarily dealing with for the first couple years ABC, CBS, and NBC so where, where I lived um, ABC was channel 6 CBS was channel 10 and NBC was channel 4 can you say that again? so where where I lived in Columbus um, mm-hmm. ABC was channel 6
3: ok for here it was 7, here in DC it's, it was channel 7, it still is channel 7
0: yeah, it's still six here, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, CBS it, was channel 10.
3: Oh, okay. So we're off like a digit. So uh, it was CBS is uh, number nine here. But and, but NBC was four.
0: Yeah, NBC so was that's four here. Yeah. And then Fox, Fox, is, Fox is
3: five here. 28. Oh, Fo- okay. yeah. it was tw- Fox was 12 where I was.
0: <laughs> and then what was, I think CBS was 34 here, I want to say. That might be wrong. No idea. Cause it used to be weird. Um, if you used to get cable, some of this stuff would shift around on you. Because I think like Fox, yeah. when you got cable here, Fox was twenty eight, but Fox became eight if you got cable.
2: Hmm Well, I, I don't remember what they are on mine, so I got nothing for you there. <laughs> okay. I remember. I remember Fox being twelve. That's that's all I got.
0: Okay, Um. so let's just go alphabetical here. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the TV schedule of each network and we're going gonna to kind of discuss each show and if we have any memories of it and if we thought it was good or bad. And then at the end of the show, we're going to just say who we thought had the better lineup that year. So we're going to start with ABC. So for abc when you hit the 8 a.m thing because this these schedules start at 8 a.m so i'm thinking if you had shows before 8 a.m they were based on whatever your local channel was doing
3: Mm. wasn't it like uh i don't want to say like public access but wasn't it like syndicated stuff
0: yeah because because this is the era (laughs) where um first run syndication was a big deal so like Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Jem were all, like, first-run syndication. I think Voltron was first-run syndication, too. So that's why okay, like, so... the 65-episode shows is is first-run syndication.
3: Okay, so I don't know what may have aired early in the morning, because I, I, for sure, like, as a kid, I was not up that early on Saturday mornings. I do know, this is, like, a few years later, but when I was older, like, there was definitely cartoons that aired like, I think beginning even like at 6am
0: Yeah, because I know, I know here I know here, remember when they reissued the Transformers toys as G1 and then they reissued mm. the cartoon with that weird like, mm. CGI like, changing of the scenes and stuff?
3: I feel like t- I barely remember that, but I, I feel like I, I kind of do
0: like vaguely. they used to show that at like 6.30 here, I think and then there was this weird Ultraman show that I think was like the only Ultraman show they had brought here that used to air like really early at some point.
3: I don't remember that at all.
0: It's, it was based on the toys they did at some point here.
3: This is going to be, this is like a really kind of going, kinda really digressing. Uh, but I remember this had to have been in syndication. And, and I was really young when this aired. And I think it was only like in the afternoons, like when I, because I remember seeing it when I got home from school. But there was some channel, and it could have just been local, but there was some channel that for a while aired like Mazinger Z, like a dubbed version of Mazinger Z here.
0: Yep. Uh, and I was, huh? Um, we had it here too. It was Transor Z here.
3: Oh, wow. Yes.
0: And um it's never come out on DVD here, but when I got my first job there as a guy that somehow got a hold of master tapes from all of like the stations, so I have a DVD set of every episode of Transor Z in amazing shape because this guy got the master tapes and made DVDs off of them. So I have a whole DVD set that I spent like two hundred bucks on when I got my first job of of it of the of the dubbed version from when I was a kid, Wow. and it's it's an amazing shape.
3: I have to check because a few years back, probably like ten years or so ago, i I would go to a local comic book show that would had that it, it would come every like two three months, and there was a dude who always would go to the shows and sell like bootleg uh, DVDs of just shows like, and I think I might have. I might have this show. I think I I definitely bought like a messenger series, but I'm not sure if I'm confusing that with Gigantor, which I definitely did buy from the guy.
0: You know, I, I would kill to find someone that has not the original black and white Gigantor, but the color new adventures of Gigantor. They did that sci-fi channel used to show on Saturday mornings. I would want that one, but you can't find that one.
3: Let me see what I have. I I definitely have some stuff, but again, (laughs) I'm still unboxing all of my stuff. Um, let me see it if I have that. But I, I, I'm actually, like, shocked and, and happy that another person actually recognized, like, Moussinger Z, Transer Z, yeah. And I I thought it was just me. Like, I remembered the show. And I remember loving it because I did not understand it. I had no concept that, that it was, like, a Japanese show. I was so young. But I just re- thought it was really cool because it was a giant robot fighting other giant robots. And he would destroy the other robots. And oh, so, it, it, it was... It was, was
0: like, pretty, the most
3: amazing thing. It's pretty violent. I feel like people
0: died on the show.
3: Am I wrong? They Not just robots. Like,
0: they did, like, the G.I. Joe thing where they, um... Where they did, like, the... <clears throat> where they did, like, their robots. But this is, like, the opening. Wow. The
3: and it's just weird
0: of machines. Wow let me see if that site still exists because like I said that I, I I have a full DVD mm. set and they're actually well produced but like I had to get that off of a guy that like collected the the, the um the master tapes from like he would just get them from like TV stations mm.
3: it I just remember like the show being like a lot of fun and they had weird villains. Like there was totally, there was totally oh, um, like, a, a Nazi who for some reason carried around his disembodied head.
0: Oh yeah. And then there was like the, um, um, Devlin that was like half man, half woman, except like, it was like down the center. And like, yeah. the, they call it, they would call, um, they would go, sir, ma'am. Hmm. And stuff and then like it, But like it was an interesting show because sometimes Like his robot would just like short out And catch on fire <laughs> And
1: yeah. then he
0: had like the sidekicks Like there was Bobo and he had his like Absolutely useless robot he built himself Called the Bobo Bot that just didn't do anything
1: mm.
0: But yeah um, I, I remember that I was a big fan of that. I think I have a, I have a vinyl um, I have a vinyl toy of it somewhere I think we've lost Shad. I'm here. I have absolutely nothing to add right now. <laughs> I think we could do a whole episode on just like um giant anime mechas because I could talk for a while about Big O too, which is newer.
3: Oh yeah. I actually need to rewatch Big O.
0: Yeah, I do too. It's been a long time. So, um let's so for. So we're going to start with ABC here. Um, so at eight a.m. to nine a.m. we have the Bugs Bunny show, which would just be Looney Tunes reruns.
2: Well, I mean, Looney Tunes reruns are always great. Um, that the Looney Tunes uh, was my preferred. It, it seemed like that there was kind of a um, there were different different camps of that style of cartoon when I was younger. You know, the, what, the... What, maybe 10-minute cartoons, and you get, you know, three of them in a block or something like that. So you you had the Looney Tunes, you had the Hanna-Barbera, and, um... There's another one that I can't think of. But yeah, Looney Tom Tunes... Tom and Jerry
0: are their own thing. Okay. And then Disney. Now but I will Looney say,
2: Tunes was always my
1: preferred.
0: I was a big fan of, um... I don't remember Space Ghost or Birdman, but I did like those Hanna-Barbera action ones. And when I was a kid, I absolutely loved the Herculoids.
2: You know, I was down with the Herculoids, but the same thing happened to me with the Herculoids that happened when I I, I started watching Power Rangers is I could tell when they were reusing the same shots. Oh. And that just that just bugged the crap out of
0: me. Power Rangers is a weird... Um is a weird thing here because so yeah. we'll get to it eventually so they essentially took the action scenes from a japanese show and then added american voice acting and then american acted scenes but like so power rangers in japan is super sentai and it's actually been running since like the late 70s maybe the mid 70s actually
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's essentially just a kaiju show
2: and um I think Stan Lee liked it. The original idea was from Stan Lee's boss, I think, and I can't remember. It, if you watch um, the Power Rangers episode of Toys That Made Us, they do an excellent background on it. But it they did that because it kept production costs down, and um, and that sort of stuff. Incidentally, if you want a a recounting of Power Rangers, uh, I know a number of years ago. Um, a YouTube guy named Linkara did a history of Power Ranger series, and my favorite line he had in it was, "And so the Rangers fight some stock footage." Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it, it, it it was it was odd because you would, you'd would just have this massive shift in tone. It's like, hey, you know, here are the characters we like. We want to see the Rangers do stuff, though and then it's like hey the megazord's always doing the exact same like as i got older it was like like at one for one series they finally actually bought the suits for it like you know for the the megazords and stuff and then i don't know two months after they bought the suits you're like all right we're going to do a different style and i'm like
0: then why did you buy the suits yeah they would change the cast and like well i don't know if they'd always change the cast but like the general concept like shifted every year or two.
2: Yeah. It was so that they could sell new toys.
0: Well, no, in Japan, they do the same thing. It changes every couple of years. Yeah. Japan, Japan treats TV shows differently. Um, in that regard. But I do think that's actually why it's lasted so long is because they change it up so much. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and, and I think it's actually a little brilliant for like a kid TV series, because if your audience like ages out every two or three years, actually rebooting every two years so like kids can get in on the ground floor is actually like a smart approach.
2: Okay, yeah, uh yeah, it makes sense.
0: So, um I think we probably all watch Looney Tunes because that's just what you did at the time.
3: So this is not like a this wasn't like new episodes of anything. It was just replays of the the original team stuff. i guessing.
0: I know there's like the oddball. Like you get the odd couple of ones that came out in the '80s, but this is probably just reruns.
3: Looking, looking, uh, looking online, it looks like it was the you know, uh, old stuff
0: remember when they were doing the movies in like the late seventies and early eighties, and it was just some stuff interspersed with like the old cartoons. Like I think it, like, I don't think they ever really did like a lot of new stuff after the sixties.
2: There was something kind of comforting in that. And if it was one, you didn't see very often, but you got to see it again. It was kind of, you know, it was, it was comforting in, in knowing that it, uh, in seeing it again, I guess.
0: And it's better quality, like animation quality. And, you know, it's going to be popular because a lot of their humor is is um, eternal at this point. Mm So um, so up next. So we're going to I'm going to do these as a double. um, Just so from nine to ten on ABC, we have Star Wars Ewoks and Star Wars droids. Now, I remember Ewoks. I don't have a lot of recollection of Droids because I think Droids was just kind of like a standard Star wars thing with C-3PO and R2-D2. 2 hmm And I think Ewoks, from my recollection, was more of like a fantasy action show because <clears throat> it was just the Ewoks.
3: I don't remember these shows at all when they aired. Um, I did see some of these shows... Well, I saw. It, well, I take, let me take that back. I kind of vaguely remember Ewoks. I don't remember droids at all, at all, but I did see droids like years later when it aired on Syndication. I want to say it aired in Syndication maybe on like Sci-Fi Channel.
0: They did because I, I think <clears> – because <throat> remember before Sci-Fi got out of it, they would show like Transformers. They would do like a lot of like 80s shows. I think like Robotech was on there and then um, I think these were on there. And I think they might have even dipped their toes into that back to the future cartoon at some mm. point. Mm. Wow. Like, I don't know if you ever remember that. Cause I think they even like that show even had like Christopher Lloyd doing like host segments for it.
3: I do remember that show. That was like, I want to say that was early nineties because it was after it was after the third movie.
0: It was based heavily on three. I feel, cause I feel like the train mm. was in that a lot.
3: Well, yeah. And it also had doc Brown's like, sons
0: okay yeah I,
3: it was i don't remember liking the cartoon, so i, I didn't really watch it I, much
0: i don't remember what it li- i i kind of got the taste for back to the future as more of like an older teen and lo- a lot of that stuff had passed
3: yeah i did i, I love the original back to the future movie to the point where when when i was a kid i probably watched it every other month for like years like i watched it i just watched it a bunch but i don't feel like the second the second movie's okay the third movie i just don't like at all they really had run out of steam
2: oddly the the second one is is my favorite um it feels the first is very i I love all three of them no i can't i can't lie about that but to me the the first is a great story but I, i enjoy the second of how they do so many callbacks and weaving stuff from the first one into it that I just get such a big kick out of that. I I just enjoy it more.
0: I just don't like the Western aspect of three because it's not a good Western movie, which hurts it.
2: Well, no, but I would say that that's because it's, it's not a Western. It's back to the future that happens to be in the West, but it's not a Western.
0: No, but I feel like, I feel like for that movie to succeed, there needed to be a good Western. There need to be a good western in the inner workings of it for it to work.
2: I don't mind it much. For me, it's it it it's the weakest of the three, but I still liked it, so it's I'm fine with it.
0: But I I, I think I I remember Ewoks more than droids. So um, let's see. Let's move on to the next one. So at 10 a.m. we have. The superpowers team, Galactic Guardians. This is actually the last season of Super Friends that had been running, <clears throat> I think about ten years at this point, and this one is a more. This has like Dark Side is like the the main villain from episode to episode. Yeah, and I think this introduced Cyborg into like the the animated stuff.
3: Yeah, I, I think th- you're right. I don't know. I think I've. I kind of, I don't know that I remember the show. I think I I've, I've seen episodes years later after the fact.
0: They used to show Super Friends on Cartoon Network a lot back in the late 90s so this would have popped up a lot. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I I remember this more uh because of the toys and I actually had um I had some of the toys. I had like I had Flash, I had Superman, I had Green Lantern. I had Joker I had Lex Luthor and I had, we were talking about this the other day. I had Brainiac, but it's like the 1980s Brainiac where he looks basically like a, like a cybernetic metal skeleton, but with like a exposed brain, he looks, he looks completely like demonic.
0: Yeah. So as, um as a, uh, I remember the toys a lot because it might've been the series after this, but as a, as a big fan of Adam West, Batman, this series was really good for getting Batman villains.
2: This uh, I am I'm I'm with you, Matt. I had This was like the toy line I had. I had all of those plus like Penguin and Red Tornado. Oh and, wow, you had uh, you had some of the good ones. I'm trying to there's there's um Oh god, I can't remember his name. He See, had like had some like... green and purple armor going on, but it wasn't Lex. I had the Hall of Justice. I had vehicles. I had Wonder Woman's Walker. Wow. I don't know why Wonder Woman had a her vehicle was a Walker, but
0: well, because I mean, I mean, I mean, it would be hilarious because you imagine selling her invisible plane and it's nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God,
0: that would be great.
2: The um, I have some fond memories. Super Friends was was a big one for me when I was a kid. And then also, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach into the wayback machine for the internet. Um, if you ever checked out SeanBaby he oh, had God. some the breakdowns on the Super Friend stuff cracked me up. I haven't read them in years, but I do remember them being very funny to
0: me. I used to love his bad video game reviews.
2: Uh, I don't remember that. I mean.
0: He's like where the meme of like Tecmo tag team wrestling being such a bad game comes from.
2: Okay. The the most recent thing I remember from him is Juve Bowl like backing down on his challenge to fight critics because Sean Baby like did movie tie or something. So
0: So as far as Super Friends shows go, I would say this was probably the best one other than Challenge of the Super Friends. I feel like when you watch Super Friends you get a real a really sad variance of quality to them.
3: Oh
2: Lord, yes.
0: Cause when you get into like Wendy and Marvin, like it gets really bad, and when they uh. were doing those like hour long episodes, it it's bad. And I mean even some of those series, they didn't even really fight villains. I mean, it it could get really rough. I feel like challenge in this was good though.
2: Um the yeah, it, it seemed like there was a stretch where they were pushing these original characters. They were attaching to Super Friends really hard, trying to, I don't know, get them introduced into the lexicon or something like that. So you know, like and like Super Marvin Apache
0: and, Chief and, um, what was the... Apache was the tr-
2: Chief and Samurai. Yeah, Samurai. I and, um, oh god, they all can't, they were, they were called Black back Bul- to just... Yeah. No,
0: Black Vulcan, sorry.
2: Yes, Black Vulcan.
0: Because I remember his um, Harvey Birdman appearance.
2: Like they they were called back from the in the the Justice League episode that I can't remember the name of right now. But they were basically all they were all called back from that. But and it, it was them and and Wendy Marvin and Gleek and the Wonder Twins. And the problem is like I tune in to the Super Friends to see to see basically the Justice League. I'm not real big on i I don't i don't care what wendy and marvin are doing right now get the get the wonder twins out of the way i want to see the other people doing stuff and that was that was that was frustrating um in hindsight some of the older super friends had had just hilarious stuff like oh no we've got to go save aquaman and aquaman goes along to save himself and and stuff like that
0: they did, I do know, remember that they did like a couple seasons, they would get Adam West and Burt Ward to reprise, maybe just Adam West though, because um, Robin was usually Casey, Casey Kasem, Kasem, I think.
2: Yeah. Okay. If you're familiar with Frank Kelly Endo, one of my favorite bits he does, he does the Casey Kasem as Robin. Look, it's a letter from the Riddler, he writes. And I can't do the voice, but that bit just, I just love that bit so much.
0: I'm not gonna go into a upbeat number after a goddamn <laughs> death dedication.
3: Talk about a goddamn dog dying.
2: <laughs> I did not expect to hear his Shannon rant revisited. Oh my! Oh, I God. love
0: the. They, they used to play those on O all the time, and I would always laugh. Also, they're up there. The only thing better is some of those Orson Welles ones. Especially my favorite Orson Welles line is like, tell me how to say that and I'll go down on you.
1: (laughs) Why, I did it right.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. And the brain doing like, like just straight up like doing them always makes me laugh too.
2: Well, that was um, (laughs) the voice actor who did the brain. Orson Welles rant at the sound guy for uh, from doing that commercial. That was his warm up to get his brain voice
0: nice That's hilarious.
3: Yep. From, okay, so up from next... From crisp coating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so up next we have um, The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which I actually think was the last um, new Scooby-Doo for a while.
3: Uh, I, I again, like don't really remember this show as it aired, but I, I remember it in syndication because um, I feel like USA Network... Aired this a on lot. like yeah they aired a lot they definitely aired a lot on like the weekends.
0: They actually just released the movie to finish this um, a couple years ago.
3: But uh, like, was it like a movie at the time, or was it, like a new movie?
0: No, they they released like a new movie to like finish it off because they still had a ghost to catch. A new movie? Yeah, like about wow. five years ago. Well,
3: because they keep they keep doing these like Scooby Doo movies, and you. You don't really hear about it. I guess if you have a kid, you hear about it.
0: They did like a WWF crossover one. Yeah, they definitely a have time ago.
3: definitely have one that that uh, like Cena is like a part of. Yeah,
0: this one's notable because it had Vincent Price in it. Yeah, and it had yeah. real ghosts.
2: I, I have very little
3: favorable to say about Scooby Doo, so. Didn't... They didn't have, like, the full cast.
0: No, it was um, Daphne, Shaggy, Scooby, um, Scrappy, and then they brought a new character named Flim Flam, who might be the most annoying, like, character ever.
2: Not only is that impressive compared to Scrappy,
3: that's standing right next to Scrappy. Yes. Yeah, they so they, they had, like, two... Ghosts, who I think for sidekicks or something?
0: No, they were like... They were like sidekicks to the bad guys.
3: Oh, okay. I I really vaguely remember this.
0: Yeah. It's yep. not...
3: Flim it's Flam... Not... Flim Flam was like... It was that weird period in the 80s where you had to have like... Like a multiracial like sidekick.
0: Well, and, and the 80s into the early 90s is really bad because if you go back and watch a lot of stuff... There's a lot of characters like Flim Flam. That's like the child that the kids are supposed to identify with, and yeah. not in this case, but often they're cute sidekick. And and I, I I was telling my wife when I was researching this, I'm like, this is so stupid. Like even as a kid, I wouldn't have cared because you want to do the cool stuff that the adults doing not be the kid in the room. Yeah. I was mostly thinking about it because I went back and revisited Mask a couple years ago and the main character had a kid in like this sidekick robot and it ruined the whole show like literally ruined like it made the show unwatchable
3: yeah they they would off, that's a good point actually they would often stick like a kid in there because it's like oh you need a kid Like kids kids want to relate to another kid but the, invariably the kid's sidekick would always be like the most annoying character
0: yeah and and you know successful shows that didn't do that G.I. Joe didn't have it and you could say Transformers did it, but Spike was like twenty years old.
3: He wasn't really a kid and he could be no. annoying, but he He was almost there like a foil too, where it's like he he could be in danger, but it's really just like you're using you're making an excuse to have like the, the Transformers be vulnerable. It's almost like a like with Superman, it's like, Oh, Lois Lane is in trouble. It's like well yeah, you have to have something to make the hero have a moment of like danger vulnerability. You know what also didn't have it? Like, real Ghostbusters. I guess they had, like, Slimer as a... But, I mean... S-
0: Slimer slowly different. overtook the show until they were doing, yeah. like... The sad thing about real Ghostbusters is the last, like, season is, like, Slimer, like, the Slimer variety show where he has, like, a cat nemesis and, like... yeah, It's just a straight-up, like, Tom and Jerry ripoff.
3: I didn't like it as much, but then... I it, looking back at like syndication, it's clear it's like they most of these shows, if you weren't just like a show trying to push a toy line, you actually had like some some length to your show. They would give like syndication orders. So I think I think Real Ghostbusters had like a really high number, like sixty five episodes or something like that.
0: Sixty five was standard.
3: Yeah. So it's clear like they just ran through the sixty five, but it, they still wanted to, to wring some juice out of the out of the franchise. So then they did, like, the Slimer stuff. But well, to me, I don't. it doesn't bother me as much because it's like, okay, the real show was, like, over. It's like, the, even with, like, Batman animated series, remember they had, like, the original run and then they also brought it, it was, like, more, Batman. I, I think it was, like, Batman and Robin.
0: Yeah, it was the, the invention
3: of Batman and Robin. Yeah, the episodes were still pr- pretty good, but they weren't as good. The the
0: started going down.
3: Yeah, he's like, you just want to kind of get a little bit more life out of the franchise, which I can understand.
0: Yeah. Well, and you you ran into weird situations, and real Ghostbusters had this, and Darkwing Duck had it, where there were certain shows that would get first-run syndication orders of 65 episodes, but then they would also get a Saturday morning run of, like, the standard 13 episodes, so you would actually have, like, concurrent concurrent (sighs) runs.
3: That's a great, that's that's a great point, and now I can't wait to when we talk about Darkwing Duck because I actually, yeah. now that you mentioned that, I need to actually search that out on, uh, on Disney Plus and watch that show again.
0: There's a really great, you'd have to find it. It was um, Dynamite, I think, before Marvel got the rights, where they did like this, almost like um, Dark Knight Returns esque thing with him, where he like comes out of retirement like five or six years after the fact. Really? And they did like a twenty-ish issue run with it. And it was actually real quality. It it was surprisingly good. Huh? I'd have to look it up. I'll send it to you after the show.
3: Okay. Did so you so then say, after? Did Marvel buy Dynamite?
0: No, I'm sorry, not Dynamite. It was um, Boom. No, no, not Boom. There, it was a sub. It was a sub. It was a no. It was Kaboom. It was Kaboom. <laughs> it was. There was a subline of like dynamite or boom that was specifically geared towards children, called like Kaboom or something.
2: Yeah, that that did serialize like like trades and stuff of existing Darkwing storylines. And yeah,
0: like and that. then they they did an original Darkwing series that was really good until Marvel got the got bought by Disney and then got the rights. Mm. Yeah. So at 11 on this one we have Scooby-Doo's Mystery Funhouse. I looked this up, it's just reruns. Okay. So then at 11:30 we get The Littles, which I do remember The Littles <laughs> and don't li- if you if you don't know The Littles, don't listen to the theme song cuz it'll run through your head forever.
2: <laughs> it is not the wor- it is not the most earworm theme song we're going to touch on this this episode.
0: Yeah. Um so I, this was I remember about- the show. I do too, actually. Um, I rem- I actually remember the characters. I don't remember the stories, but I remember like there was like there's like the dad one, and then there's like two kid ones, and then there was like I want to almost say like Launchpad McQuackish.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, and then then they were like they lived in the walls, and it was just these like their little adventures or whatever. I do remember this though. Mm. Yeah i guess it's based
3: on like a book series uh that's what i saw for pe- people who did who have no idea what we're talking about it, conceptually like they're i mean they're called the littles but like that's it's, it's actually like true they were probably like in this in the context of the show maybe like six inches yeah like six inches tall like they're they're little and they're kind of they're almost like pixies or fairies something like that they're
0: because I think uh, they had like tails, and like, they did they had, have like, tails. Weird... Yeah,
3: I guess that you know, and they had like weird noses, and they had like rodent teeth. I think they're they're, I think they're kind of supposed to be like anthropomorphic, like mice people.
0: You see, that's what my wife said <laughs> when we were talking about this. When I was going through the schedule with her, she said they thought they were mice, but I I I wasn't visualizing that properly. And then I watched it, and I was like, you oh, know, you might be right. They might be mice.
3: I think. I, I, mean, I didn't think that until right now. I'm looking at photos of it, and it's like I uh, they, they think they're kind of mice people. We're supposed to be,
0: yeah. So that is, for all intents and purposes, that's the ABC lineup. I actually don't think that's a bad lineup of cartoons.
3: <clears throat> that's a, that's pretty solid.
0: Yeah. So then we're gonna we're gonna wander over to CBS here. So we're gonna kick off at 8 a.m. with the Berenstain, Berenstain Bears. Yeah, I can't say "steen" because there's a whole AVGN episode on the, the spelling.
2: There are some people that are having that went into like serious Mandela effect existential yeah. crises over the fact that they they don't
3: remember saying it wrong. Oh, there's people out there. It. There's people out there that really like believe we've somehow turned to like an alternate reality where. It yeah. used to be Steen, And now it's it, it
2: Here's the thing, it's written on the cover in, in this In this cursive Like this sort of cursive sort of print And so it's got that weird A And it's real easy for your brain as a kid To just be like, oh that must be an E
0: And there's all those E's Before that A So it's yeah. really easy to yep, yep. Convince yourself Now, uh, um I, I do remember the cartoon a bit, but I love I loved the books when I was a kid.
3: I, I, had don't, piles
0: I don't
2: remember of the, the cartoon books. at all. And I, I, I did, yeah. Go ahead, Matt, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I was cutting you off. But I had piles of the books, and I had some of the episodes on that magical format known as VHS. So,
0: Yeah, Matt, the, the show is essentially like, they would just straight up lift like... Um, a book plot for the show.
2: I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's pretty smart. It's like, well, it's written. Let's just animate it. it,
0: (laughs) And they kind of fleshed it out with, um, they fleshed out the town Morris. There were more bears. I remember.
2: Yeah. They touched on some more of that. So I, I I remember that one.
0: It seems like it was a competently done TV show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then up next we have at 8.30 a.m. We have The Wuzzles. I remember having a plushie of one of The Wuzzles. I don't remember the TV show.
2: I recognize the name <clears throat> The Wuzzles. I don't re- remember it at all.
3: Matt. I'm up.
2: I don't. My, my I wife don't. is giving me this side eye like, you don't remember The Wuzzles?
3: Oh, okay. So I kind of remember them, and I feel
0: I have that elephant plush. I yeah, remember I, that.
3: I. So at, at my wife's, um, like they still have her room, and in her closet, there's like uh, you know all of her like stuff from when she was a kid, when she was like, a teenager uh and there's definitely i think she has a wuzzle i think she has the one that's like an elephant my wife yeah, loves elephants so that that like makes sense
0: it's like purple um i i know it was on disney channel like up until like well into the 90s that it was reruns cuz i think it's a disney property
3: was not the concept behind wuzzles is that they're like a mashup of animals
0: yeah that is yeah Let's see. Um, I think they got a little lost in that, like Care Bear. Like there were a lot of like anthropomorphic anthropomorphic.
3: Anthropomorphic.
0: Yes, I'm struggling with that. There was a lot of that running around it's a hard this word. time period. Yeah. So then, so, um,
3: looking it up, Care Bears was like 1985 too. So, uh, it looks like they the toys at least started. The TV show or cartoon was 1985, and the the bears were 1981. So I have to presume that the Wuzzles were just like a competition, right?
0: I would They're imagine. Trying to, trying I think to capitalize? Were, I think there were Care Bear movies, though, before the TV show.
3: Oh, there definitely was a Care Bear movie, because I remember watching it.
0: There were two, because there's one like that was their origin, and then there was one with some kid in like a circus, like... Getting seduced by like Satanism or something.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: I I mean I'm just extrapolating.
3: The Care Bears meet the Illustrated Man from Something yeah. Wicked This Way Comes.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see when the first movie was. Um, 85. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so we're gonna we're we're gonna do a big hitter up next. Um, so 9 a.m. CBS Muppet Babies.
3: Oh my God, I loved Muppet Babies as a kid.
0: What? Why is it not on DVD yet? Dis, like the 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 holdouts Disney owns now.
3: They have, I you know they may not put it out uh, right now because there is there there is or has been like a newer Muppet series has been running so maybe yeah, don't I don't want to like have that. confusion
0: well no the problem was is there's rights issues because remember when they used to open the closet door and they would have movie clips in there
2: oh oh interesting that makes but sense
0: the, but the thing was I always thought it was the Lucasfilm clips Of, like, Star Wars and Indiana Jones holding it up. But Disney owns it all now.
2: Yeah, why should that be an issue anymore?
0: Yeah. But it's been rights issues. It's like how it took until, like, two years ago for Adam West Batman to get a proper DVD, like, DVD Blu-ray release because the rights were in, like, purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. So then this was, I'm trying, I'm going to see if I can remember the characters here. So we had Kermit, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, um, Fozzie, Rolf. Um,
3: animal, right? Was it Animal? Yeah, Animal.
0: Yeah. You had Scooter and, and Skater. Yeah. And then Beaker and... Um, Bunsen. Bunsen, yeah.
2: Um, and then you had whatever the bunny was that would drop in as a guest star sometimes.
1: I can't I remember, remember
2: the bunny's name. Yeah, he he wasn't around a lot. He was just there sometimes.
0: And I guess uh, Camilla was technically in it. As a stuffy for Gonzo.
3: Um, this was a this was a massive show. Yeah,
0: it, it lasted a long time.
3: I loved it as a kid. And this is a this is really. Let's see how if you guys remember this, like they, this had a tie in. Uh, I feel like one summer. One year, it definitely had a tie-in with McDonald's. Because, you know, McDonald's always Mm -hmm. has the Happy Meal toys. Mm -hmm. There was a McDonald's tie-in with Muppet Babies. uh, And I think they had like four toys.
0: Were they in the cars?
3: Yep. Yeah, they were in vehicles. I think uh, Kermit had like a skateboard. Fozzie had... I think Miss Piggy had like a tricycle.
2: I remember that they were there, but I don't remember what uh, what the vehicles were.
0: I'm looking them up right now. I always hated that when you were a kid, though, because there was always that McDonald's toy you couldn't get.
2: It was the Chase toy.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. I'm forgetting, too. Who did those? Do you remember the... I'm looking at them right now. The Christmas Muppet Babies plushes. Oh, I don't oh,
2: know. That. I don't know
0: about this. Where are they from?
2: Wow. I'm looking at the... The um,
0: they're from McDonald's too.
2: Well, I'm looking at the the cast list, and apparently Dave Coulier and Howie Mandel were both Animal at one point or another.
0: Hmm.
2: And then um, Barbara Billingsley is the one that played nanny.
0: Well, Dave and, Coulier was the one that you would bring in to replace like your better voice actor because I think he replaced um. He replaced the voice for Vankman after music moved on. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, uh, I remember.
3: Was it always Arsenio Hall's Winston said more.
0: Just for a season, I think.
3: I feel like it wasn't. I feel like they had somebody else. Hmm.
0: I think the Arsenio was like the first season or like the first like run of like Saturday morning episodes, but I don't feel like he did it for long. Hmm. I think Ghostbusters is on the schedule for '86, though, so we can um, we're gonna have a lot to say about that because that show—few <laughs> shows hold up, but Ghostbusters does.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll get to that one.
0: I'd um, say Muppet Babies does hold up pretty well.
2: I I haven't seen it in years, but it wouldn't surprise me.
0: I think the one episode I remember, and I think everyone remembers is the one where they like they're like neighbors, a cop or something, and they have to be quiet because he works third shift and they like keep waking him up, and Nanny keeps like yelling at them.
2: I don't remember that one. I remember the one there was one wherever they went into scooter's computer looking for something and there, there was the joke. It's like, what's that over there? Oh, that's the Ram. They turn around. There's like a digital Ram getting ready to charge them.
0: So this was my actual introduction to um, the Muppets, and I was always confused as a kid because Skeeter was never really like anything in the the mm-hmm. live action stuff. Yeah,
2: well,
0: Scooter really wasn't outside of um being uh, Kermit's helper in the Muppet Show either.
2: Yeah, that was Scooter's. That was his role, you just didn't... I, I, I figured that Skeeter was was kind of a drop-in to to have...
0: Balance the gender ratio out.
2: Yeah, to have... Basically to have another uh, female on the show.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, She was like... She was kind of like... They kind of did them like as polar opposites though, because she was like an athlete, right? Yeah. Whereas like... Scooter was—he was a nerd, nerd. yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. He's really kind of though. When you think about this, Scooter was really kind of redundant of Bunsen and Beaker.
2: They did different stuff. Um,
0: Now I I do want to tie this into wrestling real quick, though. The the best thing that Sheamus ever did in (laughs) WWE. Was, like, running up to, like, Beaker and, like, asking him, like, why he wasn't it like, the family reunion
2: yeah. and stuff
0: when they hosted.
2: Say hi to Ant something or other for me.
0: Yeah. That so, was the best episode of the host era was the Muppets.
2: Well, yeah, because it's the Muppets and you had um, Statler and Waldorf up there in the box laughing yeah. and yelling at everybody, even if they didn't broadcast it.
0: If you want to see something interesting, um, look up Kermit the Frog guest hosting for Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show.
2: Okay, I got to type that in so I can save it.
0: Yeah. So then after this uh, 9.30, we have something called The Little Muppet Monsters, which I have no recollection of. It's essentially just (laughs) live-action Muppets. I watched the opening before the show, and I still have no recollection of ever watching the show.
3: Live-action
0: Muppets? Yeah, yeah. And not Fraggle Rock. Huh. It's not Fraggle Rock. It's not them. But I have... get into because the animated show for that pops up in a year or two. I have oh. absolutely
3: no recollection of this whatsoever.
0: It only but... lasted a year, but like Animal was in it, and it looks like they might have had some cartoons. Like looking
3: they're... it up on Wikipedia, I
0: have no. I have no recollection of it.
3: Uh, I've got. Yeah, I no. I have no recollection. And looking up it on Wikipedia, it looks like they they produced thirteen episodes and then only aired three of them.
0: Oh well, that's why I don't remember it then. Oh wow. It looks like they just axed it after three and added an hour of Muppet Babies after that.
2: There's probably a pilot to try and get some more Muppets to be popular, and it just didn't work. Yeah. So you know, more power to them. Yeah, at least the, they tried uh, something, right?
0: Yeah, at least they tried. So then, um, we're gonna hit our wrestling quota for the, the, <laughs> the ten to eleven slot. But we have Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, cartoon.
3: So this, I always said, like I, I got into wrestling in like the early nineties, and I did. But this was probably my first exposure to wrestling because I remember this show, and I remember watching the show. And I remember liking it, although if you you asked me, like, any of, like, the episodes or any of the storylines or anything like that, like, I would not have known. I just knew that it was, like, there was really, like, cartoony uh, versions of the wrestlers. Like, they were clearly, like, they took, like, the general characters uh, and just made them, like, over the top.
2: Uh, Hulk Hogan was voiced by Brad Garrett. That's right.
0: (laughs) Oh, so they didn't bring the wrestlers in to voice act any of their roles?
2: Um, I I don't know. But, um, I know that, that Hogan was voiced by Brad Garrett. So it was, uh... Well, if I try and search rock and wrestling, it just takes me to the professional wrestling boom. Um,
0: I've only seen probably an episode or two of this, and I couldn't tell you like what it was about, other than I saw it.
3: It doesn't look like any of the wrestlers voice themselves.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I would have thought
3: you had uh, th- you had Uncle Phil James Avery portraying the junkyard dog.
0: You know, <laughs> so I, I want to tell a funny uh, James Avery story. In that I've been reading the, te- the the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics, and um, mm-hmm. if I read anything that's from Shredder, it's James Avery's voice in my head because for some reason, like he is forever going to be like Shredder to me. Yeah, and I don't think he did it super long.
2: Uh yeah, I remember. So Roddy Piper's voice actor was the same guy that did. The big heads in *Rocco's Modern Life* and Buster in *Tiny Toons*.
0: Oh, that's a bad acting casting choice. Think so? I would have done Alan Young. Just to get that Scrooge McDuck action in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's see.
2: I'm just right, running down the list, see who I recognized. Hillbilly Jim was voiced by the same guy that did the voice of Crane, Casey Jones, and Baxter Stockman. Wow. Okay. Oh Pat Fraley. Really? Pat Fraley, yeah.
0: Did Jim Cummings or um or um Frank Welker get in on any of this action?
3: Doesn't
2: no, it look like not, it. Yeah. yeah.
3: But uh, let's look. It looks like they did have Neil Ross. Okay. Who did uh, a lot of Transformers voices?
0: Hmm.
3: I feel like he did. Did he do any of the GI Joe stuff? Oh yeah, he did. He played a lot. Of, he played a lot of the characters in GI Joe actually.
0: Hmm. I think GI Joe and um, I think GI Joe and Transformers was kind of like um, like um Thundercats and Silverhawks was where there was like a lot of. Crossover between the actors mm-hmm. being used. Well, I mean, I mean, let's be honest here. Do you guys remember Silverhawks? Yes. So Silverhawks, as an adult, I realized, even though I liked them both as a kid, Silverhawks is essentially just a sci-fi palette swap of Thundercats. Basically. And it's unapologetic about it. Yes. So um, I was kind of crushed when I it's... realized that as an adult. <laughs>
3: It's we. That's a weird show. If you ever watch it, I, I watched some of it like a few years back because I feel Netflix had it. Not this is even before net. This is be- I'm dating myself. This is before Netflix went to just streaming. Like I definitely like got some of the Silverhawks discs <laughs> from oh, Netflix, yeah. and the show. It's like it is. It's very much for kids, uh, and it's really cartoony. But it is complete like ripoff of Thundercats. But it is like a fun show and it's kinda of weird because it's like they it kinda it seems like they wanted to half heartedly do like a an anime inspired space opera. But they had to make it, you know buy our toys, toys kid friendly. Yeah.
0: But I mean like I it's mean like the show. The the main villain is essentially Mum ra Like not yeah. even joking, like it's essentially Mumra.
3: Monsar, Mum-Ra the Unliving. The no, he essentially does.
0: Living. The, he essentially does like the same transformation process, like just to a different, like he calls on a different like source of evil.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's essentially the same thing. So, um, I had the toys. That the toys are pretty badass.
3: The toys are also like the. the... Go ahead, my Thundercats toys. Yeah. Ah, so the toys were basically like the Thundercats toys. Mm-hmm.
2: I was just having this moment where I was imagining him invoking the creature that steals one sock out of the dryer every laundry cycle.
0: <laughs> Let's see. So then we have at 11 a.m. we have the CBS Story Break. This was kind of like they were doing, I think, animated like versions of like books essentially, hmm. from what bit I watched of it on YouTube. And then at 1130, we have we have actually a big one, and I've, I've seen some episodes of this. It's not my favorite, but Dungeons & Dragons at 1130.
3: Uh, I did not watch this, and the reason why I did not watch this is because my mom, when I was a kid, my mom bought into the uh, Dungeons & Dragons hysteria.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: That was going on in the 1980s, and she thought that uh, it was satanic. Even though satan- it's like. Satanic panic, Satan. Yeah. It, yeah. Even if. Like, in a show, and I've seen, like, a couple episodes, like, after the fact, like, when I was much older. It, it, no one would ever confuse this like, satanic. It's, like, it's just a cheesy, like, Saturday morning <clears throat> cartoon show, but. My mom and bought it's it. It's not
0: even Dungeons and Dragons, because like they no. think the Dungeon Master is like a character they have to find or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: My uh, favorite response a friend of mine made, because we were talking about the whole Satanic Panic thing, and he said, Listen, I don't know where they ever got that from. Maybe I just had the wrong source books, but I never came across that in any of my stuff.
0: It was the same thing with Rock. Like It's just... It was one of Tipper Gore's little buddies probably. Oh wow. Getting a little a little <laughs> rambunctious with something other what, than the the music.
2: What was it? What was their little group called?
0: Oh crap, I don't remember. I
2: remember the VH1 movie about that whole thing. And they got Dee Schneider to come in and play himself and they had a pretty decent guy drop in to play um john denver and it was uh oh what's his name from 90210 was the attorney that was opposing them
0: i can't remember what it was
2: it was a vh1 movie about um about it they ran like this anti-censorship weekend okay I'll, i'll find it later
0: it wasn't the PTC, because that's a different... That was like the one that WWE was um, <clears throat> running They were of, I think.
2: They were in, yeah, they were antagonizing wrestling in general in the early 2000s.
0: Yeah. Um, then we have um, Land of the Lost, which is not the remake from the 90s. I think that's an older one. I don't know much about that one.
3: I don't remember this at all. It's I the 70s. Seen... Yeah, I've seen like an episode or two, like in syndication after the fact. But looking it up online, it looks like this. It was just thing of the nineteen seventies, which I remember like. So I did see like an episode or two as a kid. I, I didn't watch it like in, in nineteen eighty five, but I remember being like so creeped out by the stacks. <laughs>
0: I only like saw the, the one the
3: design is like creepy.
0: I only ever saw the one they did like in the mid nineties.
3: Uh, that's
2: the one I saw.
0: And I only, I only remember watching that one because my dad liked it because he was nostalgic for the one from the seventies.
2: Hmm. Okay. I'm
0: going to have to, I'm gonna have to look into this because I know, I know if you read like, like, Pop nerd stuff from like the the nineties, like there were jokes about Land of the Lost. So I never I never quite got those. Was yeah. it like out like around when Battlestar Galactica the original was out? Do you know Matt?
3: I don't know. I no. I kind of vaguely remember the original Battlestar.
0: A lot of capes. It's very it's very Star Wars y if you ever watch it. But it again it is a mostly good show But they they have the kid sidekick And his cute robo dog That ruins it
1: Because
0: hmm. why not um, Let's see 12, So CBS actually goes a little late oh. at, this, at this point So at 1230 we have um, The Charlie Brown and Snoopy show And now this one I have a lot of memories of Because Nickelodeon showed this Forever
2: See, I didn't have, Nickelodeon didn't show up in our house until I was like, I don't know, 12.
0: Oh, really? We had, so, um, fun fact about Columbus, like Nickelodeon kind of started here. Well, that's cool. Like if, I, I don't know if Matt remembers it, but Pinwheel like started in Columbus.
3: Hmm. I do vaguely remember Pinwheel. I remember watching it as a kid.
0: But we had Nickelodeon like early. Like I remember watching Nickelodeon like when, um. When like they had like Danger Mouse on there and um you can't do that on television and Spock had some show on, on there. Yeah. And I think um they had uh those like they had like little shorts with some guy called Banana Man, but I don't remember much about that. Oh, and Count Ducula. Mm-hmm. I remember Count Ducula. I love that show.
3: Do you guys do you guys remember you can't do that on
0: television? Yes, I do. No, no, so. not.
3: For some reason, I watched like uh, like an episode not that like within the last like year and it's 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 meant for kids, but it's not that that it holds up a little uh and it's entirely based upon like the one guy who who started less lie who started on it mm-hmm. he was well, like horse
0: had started on on the show, yeah. Cause you would get, cause I, I I I'm trying to remember. So they, so there was some like, there was some antiquated stuff like they would do the laugh and like, they would do that they would pop out of the lockers and tell like dumb jokes to each other, which was like a comedy standard up until some point. And then I think if you said I you, I don't know you would get slimed right. Yeah,
2: that's that's where the whole yeah. sliming gimmick came from, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. Okay. It's it's not a bad. I, I I need to go back and watch it. I haven't seen it probably since it was on, like at the time. Canadian show. Yep. And then so after Charlie Brown and Snoopy show, which hey, which Buzzy is a good was show. On it for... Who was? Mm-hmm. He was on. Ruth Buzzy. Um... Oh really?
3: You can't you can't do that on television. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Wow, she must have just been like. Some of the older like female character. Wow, I'm gonna have to watch this now. Yeah, you, you piqued my interest. So then at one we have the get along gang. This one I had to watch. I I, I was curious because I remember I had like little PVC figures of these characters, and it's your standard like what I would call goody goody show where each character is like defined by like a single characteristic, and you have like the morally weak screw up that they have to, like, deal with their constant, um, constant causings of drama.
1: Okay. hmm
0: Um, they're just animals, though, so it's, it's not very good. Trust me. I, I watched, like, two minutes of it, and that was <laughs> probably a minute and 55 seconds too much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to cap their day off at one thirty, Pole Position, which is based on the Atari game, which is a racing cartoon.
3: Uh, I, I feel like I vaguely remember this. I, I can't... I I can't remember any of the characters, but I... I only I
0: remember, remember any of those be. Atari cartoons because of the Pac-Man Christmas special, which I had mm-hmm. on VHS. That's all... I remember those Atari cartoons.
2: Yeah, I got nothing for you on that.
0: Okay, so that is CBS, which I don't feel like their lineup is amazing. you get into like old stuff, it's, you know, it feels like once you get past 11, you're just kind of getting like whatever they kind of felt chucking in there for you.
3: Yeah, I, I feel Muppet Babies does a lot of heavy lifting, but that was only. All- like 30 minutes
0: yeah I agree
3: well shifted to an hour but yeah
2: I'm with yeah.
0: you okay so we're heading over to NBC for our final network of this one so we kick this off at 8am with the snorks <laughs> or mer smurfs is you might call
3: them <laughs> they were such a rip off of the smurfs
0: they were um, I remember liking this as a kid but I've never watched it as an adult other than um the opening, which will also get stuck in your head, if you watch it.
3: So I don't. I remember. I rem, I liked the show, or even remember it fondly. But I did watch like a lot of the show. I, I distinctly remember the show.
0: I think I think like TBS used to show this like ad nauseum, or like TNT or something. Yeah, I think that's Back. where I saw it. Yeah, I did. I yeah.
2: did, and it was one of the. It was one of those. Um slot fillers for early Cartoon Network too.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember it on Cartoon Network. So, um now eight thirty we do get a heavy hitter and I actually just my wife and I just rewatched this and it's actually a quality show, but Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears.
2: That was that's probably the most earwormy theme song of anything we've we talked about.
0: It's good in other languages too. In German it's actually good too.
2: <laughs> Is it really
0: yeah, but we just watched this on Disney Plus, and it holds up really well. Other than the voice acting changes, but they do a really good job. Like there's a large cast, but they they do a really good job of like giving them distinct characteristics. The stories are good. The comedy's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, watching Duke Igthorn get beaten up is hilarious a lot, <laughs> and the ogres are delightfully stupid. And, um, Toadie's a fun little, like, kicking bag, and...
2: It's interesting, um, because to me, um, the... Like, once you get past the gimmick, it's an, like... It's a very rooted in a medieval setting kind of show, where you just kind of happen to have bouncing bears as part of it. Um... Which, I don't don't know, it seems to stand out. Like, you get some of the shows that are so much of the gimmick that it just revolves around the characters, but the characters are integrated really well into the setting in that one.
0: And it also has, um, and I'm just going to admit, he's probably my favorite voice actor, and it really makes me sad that there's not more of his work because he died kind of young. But Lorenzo Music is Tummy.
3: Lorenzo? Fantastic Um, voice actor. Uh, voice of Peter Venkman on Real Ghostbusters. He did Garfield, Garfield.
0: which is mm. funny. Oh wow the, the the cycle of life on Garfield is hilarious because um, Lorenzo Music's essentially doing a Bill Murray impression, and then Bill Murray turned around and voiced Garfield in place of Lorenzo Music <laughs> for like the first couple movies.
3: Yeah, wow.
0: He's a fantastic Venkman, though. Like I actually he think um, he's iconic as Venkman. He used to do a lot of radio commercials. I remember his voice on the radio a lot when I was young. I, I think he used to do like I'm, a car like like I think he used to do like like car like oil change commercial or something. I, I just vaguely remember his voice on the radio.
2: Apparently he was on New Heart. No the sense. Bob Newhart show, not New Heart, sorry. Smothers. Yeah, Boys, there's two or Where is there was Garfield. Uh I um yeah.
3: Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh about gummy bears, like I I did not know it aired this early. Uh and I don't I didn't watch it uh contemporaneously but uh I think I've mentioned before this was part of in the early nineties, this was part of the Disney afternoon block that aired in syndication. Uh so when I would get home uh, from school, school, I would watch. I'd watch the Disney. It went through different iterations as new shows debuted. Yeah. But the initial lineup, I think, was like it was Gummy Bears, then it was Ducktales, and then after Ducktales, I want to say.
0: It was Chip and Dale's Rescue. Chip and Dale's Rescue.
3: Yeah. Okay, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, and then it was like Tailspin. Yeah. Because
0: what would happen? What would happen with the Disney afternoon is it was a two-hour block. And then they would just push the shows forward. So you'd get a new show and everything would move up a half hour. And then the oldest show would get bumped.
3: Yeah. Eventually, Gummy Bears got bumped. But I remember watching Gummy Bears in that time. So later when I watched Gummy Bears. By
2: the way, uh, Brad, what I think you were thinking of with Lorenzo Music is he was the voice of Larry the Crash Test Dummy.
0: Uh that might be... Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. So. Do you remember when they did the crash test dummy toys and they eventually yep. got, like, the evil crash test dummies?
2: Yep.
3: I, feel I like had some of those.
0: Was there a TV series? Was there, there like, a was, TV show based?
3: There was a short-lived TV show about that.
0: It was computer animated, right?
2: Uh, I don't
0: know. I feel like it I wasn't. thought it
2: was traditionally animated. Yeah. I remember there was a Super NES game for it, mm, but there the was. problem, yes, the problem with that game was that um the game would regard your controller inputs as suggestions for what the character might do should they choose to listen, which made it a very frustrating game to try and
3: play.
0: Uh, that's, there is that's they,
3: there there's an AVGN on that game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he
3: gets he gets very very frustrated with the toys. I'm sorry with the, with the game. With the, the toys were I feel like, I they came. When did they was come out? Like early '90s. I feel like at that point I was getting too old for toys, really. I was kind of uh, tail end of it. Yeah, but, and uh, I say that as as someone who's now spending like, <laughs> buying like wrestling I was getting, toys. <laughs> wrestling toys. Uh, uh-huh. I would
0: still get Marvel stuff because I was into Marvel comics, but like when the my, my kind of end of action figures was when the, the three-inch G.I. Joes went out. Yeah. Mm. Is when about, I think, my toy stuff was done, other than like the occasional Marvel thing. And then when I was an older teen with my own money, I got in when um, they started redoing the Star Wars toys. And then I got into the McFarlane stuff. And then by about, I'd say, 2001, I was done with action figures again
3: yeah I feel like the the toys came out like the early 90s and I could be really misremembering this but I feel like the toys were oddly like some sort of like big hit because because
0: they like blew up and like came apart and stuff yeah because I
3: feel like I remember uh,
2: black Mm -hmm. and yellow buttons on the front were the impact points so if you put one in the car in the driver's seat it would hit those on the steering wheel and the car had like a crumple front, and the doors would pop off because they were all spring-loaded and stuff. The the jacked-up one, though, was the fact that there was a baby one in a stroller that would do that. So, um, oh, Lord. don't don't think too hard about
0: that. Mm. <laughs> well, I think that's when they got into. Because I think the toy line was um, popular enough that they like expanded out, and then they did a villain line because it got so popular.
2: Yeah, they were they were black um, crash test dummies, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay, so then uh, there's an awful lot of, of there's about as much Smurf as you can throw a Smurf at here. So we have we have Smurf from nine me. to ten thirty. We have <laughs> we have a metric Smurf load of Smurfs. <laughs>
2: that is a Smurf, and lot of Smurf and Smurf right there. Just yeah. to just to drive the joke into the ground.
0: And I looked, at, I looked at this show, because I remember, so I remember watching this a lot as a kid, and I kind of was, I, until I saw this on the schedule, I wondered how my mom had so much of it on VHS. And then I realized, oh, because they showed it a lot. But I looked, and there's a lot of episodes of this. There's like, I think, 200 and some episodes of the series of the Smurfs, really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. It ran from like I think it ran from like eighty to ninety or something.
3: Wow! Looking it up, two hundred and fifty-six episodes.
0: Good lord! Yeah. that's yeah. a lot. It ran from like it ran from like eighty to ninety or something. It, it ran like a ridiculously long time.
3: Wow. Uh, fun fact: two years ago. Yeah, it's about right. 2 years ago we went to uh Belgium, uh Brussels specifically, and they have kind of like a, a, a small Smurf museum there. Uh because it's a I guess Smurfs are originally like a Belgian. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, so we they, they had like a little Smurf museum. Um and we went in and it's kind of, it was kind of cool. Like I mean, Smurfs weren't really, really my favorite, but it's like it's fun. They had all sorts of like little Smurf uh like figurines and stuff like that
0: it um i watched a couple episodes in the lead up to this and it um it's not amazing but it actually kind of holds up okay
3: i feel it was a it was definitely like um it's inoffensive i remember watching a lot of it as a kid and and liking it at the time
0: there were some scary episodes of this though like the one where
3: the zombie episode
0: yes where they were turning purple yeah and the one where like, Smurfette gets like the mouse pet and it dies. It like, just straight up dies. Like saving them from a fire. I don't remember that at all. Look up Squeaky after this. Good and, um, lord. Yeah, she gets like a mouse and it like saves them from a fire and it like gets sick and dies.
2: I ah. see they're taking the Don Bluth approach to children's programming.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And then like even the, the Christmas special gets dark too with that like black wizard like abducting the kids. Like, that one gets a little bleak.
3: Jeez. Speaking of, like, dark episodes... it's not really... I mean, it's not meant to be dark, but it kind of is. A traumatic episode. Did you guys ever
0: see the show David the Gnome? Yes! They killed him at the end! They did. Uh... And the fox, like, the fox, like, freaks out until he finds, like, a lady fox. Like, I... I I remember that. Because I was... That was on Nick, and that was actually I thought a quality show. That one's like Swedish, I think, or uh, Danish. It's
3: it apparently is Spanish. I'm looking it up oh, right really? now. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. I, I didn't know that until really looking it up. Although, wait a minute, it's, it's a, a, okay. Let me clarify. It's an animated show, but the, it's based on the children's book, The Secret Book of Gnomes, uh, which is by a Dutch author. So okay, it's kind of like. All over the place. Yeah. Um. I do remember the show. The episode. The show was on on Nickelodeon. Uh, David the Gnome was voiced by Tom Bosley. So kindly yeah. old, kindly old Tom Bosley from Happy Days and other stuff. Uh, yeah. I was like, it, it, and I liked the episodes. It was. It was all about this gnome named David who was, was older. Uh, and he has like all these animal friends, and he gets on adventures and everything. And the last episode. it's him and it's like yeah we're old so you know we have to die now and they like die in the last episode
2: wasn't it dressed up in like we have to cross the wall and go into the forest and no one sees us again or something
0: i don't know No, they like turned into trees i think or something
3: they basically i mean they sell it as nicely as possible of course it's supposed to be a message it's supposed to like teach kids that, you know, death is a part of life and that you need to be prepared for it and it's not the worst thing in the world. Because they basically kind of soft-shoot it where it's like, well, you know, we're at the end of our life, but we'll continue on because we'll turn into trees. And they do, like, they turn into trees.
0: And they kind of have, like, his fox-like friend, like, see him die and move on, like, with his life.
3: Yeah, and, and again, it's meant to be, like... A positive message, but as a kid, to me it was traumatizing because yeah. it's like you spend all this time watching like this show, and I like the characters and everything, and then it's like Dave the Gnome has to die. <laughs> and as a kid, you're like, why? Yeah, <laughs> why do you have to I,
0: die? I will say though, I will say in all of television, nothing will ever be as traumatic as Jurassic Park.
3: Oh, that was a show that was so an episode that was so traumatic that they literally retconned it down the road in a movie.
0: Well, no, he still gets turned to rock in the movie. You just get, he just gets reunited with him, like, yeah. on the back end for a couple years.
3: Yeah. So they kind of did, like, give him a happier ending. Well, yeah, I th- mean, that's
2: it's not quite as sad, but did you ever watch the last episode of Dinosaurs? The live-action Jim Henson production...
0: You know, I just thought of that recently because I was reading about. um, I think it's. Who who was the main character on The Jeffersons? Was that Sherman Hemsley? Uh, I don't know. I'm the wrong guy. The boss? The
3: boss? Say what? It was like the boss character?
0: Yeah, he was the main character, but he was also. Yeah, he was the boss on Dinosaurs. He was like the guy's boss.
2: Oh. (laughs) Okay. Mr. That's why I was bringing no, it up, because so it reminded clear. me of
0: dinosaurs. But um, I remember there was an episode where like there were mammals, and like he ate one of them.
2: The Delights episode, yeah. Yeah. Because they were the last two. And then there was... Um, uh, they had an episode about going to war. They had an episode where the baby got sick, and so they were trying all of these experimental things and it just made the baby worse and it had like exorcist references in it <laughs> but the, the last episode think... the dinosaurs caused their own extinction yeah they they're do. sitting in the house because it's snowing and it's never going to stop snowing. and the one dinosaur says well this is me signing off basically
3: forever good night And it's just
0: like what in the world
3: yeah they caused an ice age which wipes them all out
0: and um, the mom's voice was Mallory Archer on Archer, just as hmm. an side. That does
2: that fits? But man, what a character shift!
0: And um, the baby was actually like a pop culture icon for like a couple years. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. The I mean, if because still people still do that or not the mama like not the mama. Yeah, I, I'm the baby. Sorry, it's I'm the baby. Or Not the Mama, stuff like that. That's still kind of like... I'm the baby, gotta love me. Yeah.
0: There's a song about that, too. There's like a cassette tape of that. So, um... Smurfs, I would say Smurfs is... I would would chalk Smurfs up as quality. Mm -hmm. Um, Smurfs was
2: just, for me, it was one of those things... You watch if it was on, but it wasn't my...
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um... But it's not, like, as an adult, it's not offensive. Because some of this stuff can be offensive as an adult. You're just like, wow, this is just terrible. Yeah. Like, um, we'll get to it in a couple years. But, like, if you go back, like, Captain N, the Game Master, is offensively terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, 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 it's irredeemably terrible. Song. Yeah. Wow. We <laughs> like, um,
2: dropping, oh, my gosh.
0: And the, I'm dropping uh, shade on that one early.
2: And uh, the the Legend of Zelda cartoon.
0: No, that one's well, okay. Excuse um, me, princess.
3: Thank you, man. If
0: you if you divorce it, if you divorce it from being Legend of Zelda, it's okayish. Uh, not if you want your main character to get stabbed all the time. I mean, he's kind of. A, I mean, I think he's. I think it works okay as him as a douche. Um. So, and they did do, that was interesting when they did a crossover with um, Captain N where they brought, it wasn't like essentially that version, but like their voice actors they brought over to Captain N, like well, later down the road. The route. other problem
2: with Captain N is you took one of the more badass characters out of NES games in Simon Belmont and made him a flouncy twit. Hmm.
0: Yeah, but th- it's also guilty of, like, Mega Man and Kid-, Kid Icarus did not have normal speech patterns. I suppose that's true. Um, we'll get to that, though. I think there's going to be some shade thrown. Actually, <laughs> way. Oh, there's going to be a lot of shade. Yeah. Um, so then up next we have It's Punky Brewster, which I remember this. Um but this is the cartoon from what I saw but I remember wasn't there some like live action Punky Brewster thing at some point?
3: Yeah. Oh. I think uh, it was just called Punky Brewster. Are you talking okay. about the live action show? Cuz this was yeah. the
0: cartoon this was a car- spin. The cartoon
3: was a spin-off? A spin-off? Hmm. Yeah, this the animated show was a, the 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 live action show, at least like the first season or two, was so popular that this uh they did like an animated spin-off.
0: Now was Punky Brewster like a primetime show or was that like oh, a Saturday yeah. morning?
3: No, it was primetime. Okay. Okay. And
0: this is bad. I remem- um, I watched <laughs> a little <bit laughs> I of I remember
3: the show. I remember watching it as a kid and enjoying it.
0: Did she ever work past Punky Brewster or did she kind of get typecast? <laughs> she
2: ended up with a medical condition that caused some issues, I think. Oh, okay. Why are you da-
3: are you dancing around? Yes. Okay.
2: I wasn't going to be
3: that. the first um, one to say it. Let's put that. I'll say one. it. I'll say it. So <laughs> Moon Fry, who is the actress who played Funky Brewster, when she grew uh-huh. up to well when she hit, when she hit puberty, she got very large up top to the point where she had, uh-huh. she like like it was no, she got a like a breast reduction surgery. Like uh, okay, but can't like a thing. But she did act after the fact but i feel like she just was in like b-movie stuff like she okay. never really did anything special
0: okay that makes sense it
2: um was, it was it, it wasn't that like it, it wasn't just that she got big she was like she had something that's called uh gigantic gigantomastia
0: oh fuck yeah like, so yeah. oh okay okay it, it, by the so
2: it's giganto that probably tells you all you need right
0: Okay, so we're not we're not talking like she was rocking like double D's and that mess thing no. we're talking like we're talking like medically like freak yes. freak like. Okay, okay, yeah, That that makes sense. Okay, wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um so I watched a little bit of this because I vaguely remember this cartoon and there being like a live action and a cartoon version of it. Um this was not good <laughs> as far as like the little bit I watched. Um Okay now this one the next one I have a lot of memories of the one coming up in 11 This is the, the the re like the redone like 80s version of Alvin and the Chipmunks
3: Hmm okay I remember that and show And now
0: now um as an aside to this um, cuz I've seen it as an adult and I actually enjoyed it as an adult the movie uh the great chipmunk adventure is actually pretty solid Have either of you ever seen it?
2: No, the Alvin mm-hmm. and the Chipmunks was one that never really resonated for me. Um, so it, it's it's it, not a this is this is not one that I, I paid a whole lot of attention to.
0: I think this kind of got born out of the Christmas special. I think that got popular, so they decided to like bring it back. Yeah, it makes sense. Um I liked this though as a kid. It was it was fun. Um I have a soft spot for them. Not the the new movies
2: so oh, oh god.
1: Um I
0: I do have a soft spot for them like as kid the characters from my childhood. So then um 11:30 I remember this show too. Kid Video was like I think this is like, this was like a kids group that would do like music videos of them singing like pop songs at the time. If I'm remembering that right. I don't
3: feel I remember the show at all, but I feel like I remember the name kid video.
0: I think Disney Channel showed this for a while afterwards. And that might have been where I saw some of it.
3: So I never had Disney Channel growing up because growing up it was always like a, a pay subscription service.
0: You'd get, you'd get a free weekend here and there and sometimes my parents would get it like over the course of like the summer or something for me.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat Matt was in.
0: But like, because I think like, I think like occasionally for like a couple months, my, well, no, I know my I had stuff on VHS that was obviously taped off HBO, but I don't know if that actually came from my parents or not. I think we had HBO like intermittently, like here or there for like a month or two. But I think like, I think the problem you had with HBO back then, which is the problem now is you have it for three months and then you've seen everything. So you get rid of HBO. Okay. Um, And back then you had HBO, not HBO one two three comedy kids blah 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 yeah but disney channel i think disney channel was a subscription service up until the late 90s wasn't it
2: i think it was
0: um so i have so up next uh, i think we'll all remember the next one at noon mr t
2: <laughs> mr t and the t force
0: yes um this is your very this is a very standardish Hanna barbera cartoon yeah mr t you have a dog because you have to have a cute animal and then you have like the teenage sidekicks that like all specialize in something
3: yeah i I remember the show i don't i can't say that i actually watched it when it aired i feel like i watched it in syndication
0: And the, there was This was like right in that Glut of like Mr. T Stuff like um, I pity the food Don't eat my cereal
3: Oh my mm-hmm. gosh I remember, I remember the, the cereal, cereal. Yeah, I, I, yeah I definitely probably Had the cereal at some point in
0: my lifetime I think that was I think it was essentially the same stuff That uh, C-3PO's was made out of Oh probably I'm trying to see who it was Mr. T's Oh he voiced himself okay but this does um, Shadow be interested in this This uh, Mr. T the cartoon Does feature the debut Of a very iconic voice actor In Phil Lamar Really? Yes this is his first um, Voice acting role Really? Yes
3: How old was he then?
0: Oh god let's look
3: wow Phil Lamar is older than I thought he is
0: mm-hmm you like voice actings like if you get in you're in for like life let's see Phil Lamar would have been 67 he would have been <clears throat> just 18 for this mm. wow no he would have been 17 because this started <clears throat> in let me see i 83 no he would have been he would have been super young you would have been underage I kind of, for some of this.
3: I kind of always wanted to get into voice acting. Mm. <laughs> uh, I this sounds so arrogant. I have been told I have like a nice voice by people before, and they mean it. And I don't. I'm not saying that I do, but I've always like, well, if I even have just like a halfway decent voice, like I can do. Well, I can't really do like <laughs> a lot of accents <laughs> or like that. But I've always wondered like, why I could probably like do some of these anime shows like and you can't yeah. if you like you're right like if you get in good like you can you can like bank like you can dump you in like a million things
0: or yeah. or like if you're like like jim cummings or frank welker those are the guys you call when you want animal noises if mm-hmm. you look at um if you look at their their roles, those guys have just like made a living off of, hey, we need a guy to make dog noises. Call Jim Cummings.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Jim Cummings, though, because he's one of my favorite characters of all time, which is Minsk from Baldur's Gate. Huh. Okay. Go for the eyes, boo! Go for the <laughs> eyes! I have...
2: Um... I, I not not the way Matt has, but I have been told that I have a pretty good radio voice, but that's not it. I was told that way too late in life to to try and pursue it as a as a possibility. But um,
0: radio radio is never too late to get into, but like there's not any money in it. And it's, it's especially true now because um I know we talked about it on a previous episode, but. Clear Channel kind of destroyed radio in the last fifteen years. Yeah,
2: maybe that'll be my retirement plan. But uh, yeah, just leave it at that.
0: I um I have a soft spot for Mister T. Um I I think he was, I think he was brilliant in Rocky Three as Clubber Lang. Oh, yeah. A woman. Oh man! And then okay, so we're gonna cap off. We're gonna cap off our 1985 schedule with personal favorite, and I think it's it's not great, but I think it holds up decently. But Spider Man and his amazing friends.
2: I do remember this one.
0: So this also has Spider. This also has Iceman, who was, I think Frank Welker was Iceman in this, and then. Um... And then um Firestar, who was not in the comics, but eventually got in the comics based on the popularity of this show. But it's, it's a great show because they bring in a lot of villains and a lot of characters, even though Wolverine had an Australian accent.
2: <laughs> oh, the foreshadowing, right?
0: But I actually think... um it's a pretty decent show, and I think as far as like superhero shows go, I think it was the best one up until this point.
3: Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, like a year ago, when we were talking uh, our favorite superheroes, and Spider Man was a uh, I think it's like number two on my list.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I did mention I think this was probably like my first exposure to Spider Man because I was uh, so young. I was so young. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. I was barely like reading. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have really like been diving into comic books like that would have been a little too like above my level. Yeah, um, but, but I definitely like you know would watch cartoons and this is probably like my first exposure to Spider Man. So I, I do remember the show very fondly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I haven't seen I'm, it. I'm
2: in, in the forever. same boat as you. Yeah.
0: They brought some. Um, they brought some actors in for this actually. Well, wow, they had Frank Welker it, is Matt Murdock, too, and Flash Thompson. Hmm. And they brought Alan Young in. Um, Hans Conrad. Oh, Peter Cullen did Hulk Dr. Bruce Banner. Wow. Neil Ross is Scorpion. I'm just taking a look at some of the Yeah, I mean, I saw this. I did not see this until I was a little older, like, in mass. Because I think, like, ABC Family was showing this at one point when I was in college. And it's it's a fun little show. Like, it's not great. Like, they do that weird thing where, like, his apartment turns into a lab. Yeah. Because it's the 80s and everything has to, like, transform.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it was, it's a competent superhero show. I would I would kill Aunt May's dog in this show. Oh, no. It wasn't Aunt May's dog. It was like her friend's dog or something, wasn't it?
2: Uh, I don't remember.
0: It was the it was the eighties, so there had to be like a cute animal somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So let's um let's let's so let's take a look here and we're gonna we're gonna declare our best lineup. So um hold on, I stupidly out of my thing um so let's quickly recap here what we had per channel and then think go over what we think so we had we had abc with the bugs bunny show ewoks droids superpowers team 13 ghosts of scooby-doo scooby-doo reruns the littles and then we have cbs with The Berenstain Bears, The Wuzzles, Muppet Babies, Little Muppet Monsters, Hulk Hogan, CBS Story Break, Dungeons and Dragons, Land of the Lost, Charlie Brown, Get Along Gang, Pole Position, and then NBC with Snorks, Gummy Bears, Smurfs, Punky Brewster, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Kid Video, Mr. T, and Spider-Man.
2: Well, I will go ahead and, and give mine is, in looking at all, there's there's not a whole lot in these that, that really grabbed me. So it was, um, so I had to go by the, I just wrote down the things that really stuck out to me. And so I'm assessing by how much they, uh, as a kid, I enjoyed them. And for me, ABC's going to win. Um, basically based off of the Looney Tunes and the Super Friends the the others were the others had mm. had good contenders but what did i enjoy the most that's that's where my preference uh or my preference is or was See, or whatever
0: what i ran into as a problem here is i feel like the two best shows in these lineups are muppet babies and gummy bears and i feel like muppet babies is carrying a really weak lineup around it mm-hmm. of shows like there's nothing really like like Dungeons and Dragons okay And Charlie Brown's fine But like it just feels like it's carrying A, a lineup of all And like old stuff Yeah And then um I feel like Gummy Bears has a stronger Lineup around it because like Spider-Man's good um, I like Alvin and the Chipmunks But it really seems Lazy having an hour and a half Of Smurfs Is like your lineup
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm with and you. And I
0: feel and I feel like so I feel like when you go to ABC, Looney Tunes, even as reruns, are strong. <clears throat> I I remember liking Ewoks. And then I the Super Paris team I like and I like Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo as a kid, and then the littles I remember liking, so I'm kinda with you. I think ABC kinda wins for me.
3: So this one is a little tough because I think all of your, all of the criticism that you guys just leveled are dead on. I feel CBS like I I remember rock and wrestling and liking it. If you if you were to ask me like what name like the plot of one episode couldn't do it. It's first for, for a show that I liked like it's not clearly that memorable. To, Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. I only saw like a little bit of that like years later. Uh, Charlie Brown, like okay, like I like I more like the the holiday specials. Muppet Babies is a great show. Like that's probably of the of all the shows on this, it's in my of these shows. It's probably like my top three of these shows, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, actually, maybe edging to like maybe edging closer to number one. I did love that show. And then if you if you agree like gummy bears uh i really enjoyed spider-man and his amazing friends but even though i watched a lot of alvin and the chipmunks as a kid like it's never been like a favorite uh some of those other shows are like they're really kind of dragging it down smurfs is i liked i like smurfs i guess because i watched a lot of it as a kid but again not a favorite so if you go to abc I definitely watched a lot of the littles. I did like Scooby Doo a lot. I watched a lot of Scooby Doo as a kid. I love superhero stuff, so I did watch some of the superpower stuff. I don't really remember the Star Wars shows. Uh, I did kind of remember Ewoks because I had a coloring book for Ewoks. So, uh, <laughs>
0: and there was there were the TV there were the TV movies mm. for Ewoks too. Don't forget that.
3: Mm. Was that live action?
0: Yeah they were live action because my wife I found them on DVD for my wife At some point because she remembered them
3: Yeah uh, not,
0: I don't believe they're good I haven't watched them as an adult but I would bet They're not good
3: Uh, But then Quite right that Looney Tunes like even Just reruns like strong like Looney Tunes I'm more of a fan Of obviously of like some Genre type shows like I love science fiction I love superhero stuff so I love my animated shows to kind of gravitate towards that, but let's be realistic. There's a reason that the the old Looney Tunes shorts are classics is because they are some of the best stuff ever made. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to say like ABC, I would give it the win just because I feel like it's the most well-balanced. Yeah. It
0: doesn't have the best show. And I wouldn't say it has, it, it probably does not have the two best shows and maybe not even the third best show. Mm-hmm. But it has the best like start to finish lineup.
3: To yeah. Me. It's the most it's the most well balanced, I would say. And so that that to me that that's enough to give it the win.
0: And it's interesting, like you get a little bit of comedy, you get a little bit of action, um, and they kind of jump back and forth nicely, whereas I feel like some of the other channels like are too tilted in one direction. Yeah. Okay, so 1985, we've declared that ABC is the best Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of those lineups. So, before we go tonight, I kind of wanted to just... Because we're going to come back next week with 86 Mm -hmm. for our Thanksgiving break. But I wanted to preview, I guess, what some of the new shows for 86 will be, just for you guys to think about. Mm -hmm. So, we have The Real Ghostbusters hitting... We have Pound Puppies, The Flintstones Kids, Pee Wee's Playhouse, Wow, um, Fur, and Galaxy High School. And Laser Tag Academy are all new shows that hit next year. Hmm. Okay. So those are some, I, I definitely remember Flintstones Kids and Pound Puppies.
2: Yeah, I remember them.
0: I, there was a TV movie for the there was like it was either a TV movie or a direct to video movie from Pound Puppies.
2: Yes, there was.
0: And then there was like a there was a, later a theatrical release, I think, where they were like there was like some Bigfoot-esque creature involved.
2: And I know I know about the first one, but um I don't remember the second one.
0: So so that's obviously 1985. Now I feel like I feel like as a whole, the lineup was okay-ish. Like I don't feel like what we when we're what we're gonna get into later. I don't feel like there was anything super creatively devoid mm-hmm. going on here. This is, um, you know, this is it's
2: okay. And and as a kid, there's a lot of that stuff that you don't. You're not. Realize. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to realize. You're not going to think about. Um, in <clears throat> at least for, uh, for my reckoning, this was perfectly fine. Hey, you're up. Yes, you can go watch cartoons. Leave me alone, so I can sleep on Saturday morning. Kind of fair. Uh, <laughs> nothing terrifically damaging, but. Um, no you know it, it, it's just a it 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 it's okay i
0: I think it's not to the point where we where you can see like oh I can see why like n b c was out of the cartoon game within seven years of this, mm-hmm. and the decline where i think i think after the next episode when we get to like eighty seven I think is where we're gonna start seeing like <clears throat> oh like they're really running into issues with like and we'll get into that i think when it starts getting bad we'll start talking about things the fcc did mm. that really ruined cartoons mm-hmm. um so we but that's that's where we're kind of going like i said we're doing this out of nostalgia and our love of cartoons but we it's also i think going to be interesting to kind of chronicle the downfall
2: yeah yeah, we're definitely going to see some of that.
0: Yeah. So I think that is it for this week. Uh, we are going to be back for our next week. Wow, it's Thanksgiving next week. Mm-hmm. So next week we're going to do, um, what we're probably going to do because of the holiday is we're probably going to come back for the next two weeks. We're going to do 86 and 87, and then we're probably going to hit up some wrestling mm-hmm. after that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we have, for the for like the Christmas party uh, time frame. We have some ideas for that. We're probably going to do an Andre retrospective with um, and clip together some of our old shows for you, mm-hmm. um, of reviews of his matches, and then intersperse that with some with some new match reviews.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that'll probably be around like Christmas or New Year's. So that's kind of what we have on tap right now.
2: All right. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us. We would love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Or is there something that we missed we should have hit on? Let us know. Uh, We would love to hear from you. Remember, uh, you know, we pay attention to requests we get to. Even if we're not going to get to it right away, we will get to it. And so this is Shad
1: here with Matt and Brad. We've been in three quarters. You're in the fourth, and we will catch you next time.